about Krishna, we'll talk about the last part of the mitzvah of Krishna. We spoke about the first point, and that is the mitzvah of declaring Hashem Echad isn't just that Hashem is in charge, but rather He's in charge for us. And really, that was the response always to whatever the Goyim wanted us to do, or wanted us to threaten us with. That is, you're, you're not in charge. Hashem Echad. You're not in charge, and Hashem decides what He wants to do. And therefore, the Gemara says in much more, much more words, in much more detail, and talks about this in the Sechus Tainis, that the Roman king wanted to kill two people. And the best thing said to him, he said, if Hashem wants us to die, then we'll die with it by you. Or, come arise, lots of bears, lots of lions, lots of other options. And if Hashem doesn't want us to die, then you're not going to be able to kill us either. And that's what he said, Hashem, Hashem Echot. That's the, 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 the tell whoever is threatening us. There's nothing you can do. If a Kodesh Prochah wants a person to be punished, he'll be punished. If a person wants to save a person, he'll save a person. And if, a, if, a, and if it was next that a person should die, then matter if to die by doing a mitzvah, then by die some other way. Which is why really the, the, the declaration of Shema Yisrael, besides being the declaration of Yimuna, it also, Be'etzim, that's maybe what the Romans didn't like about it, it takes all, any power that they had. If they're going to try and use force to threaten us to do what they want us to do. What we're saying is, you don't have any power over us. Because if Hashem wants to happen, it will happen. If Hashem doesn't want it to happen, it won't happen. Then therefore it's not up to you. So that's the first point. Now, the, there's a second point, And that is the myth of the Raisa. The Gemara talks about is it just the first pasuk, or more than that. So we said, because the first pasuk is the mitzvah of Yichud Hashem. We said last time, we don't, that the Torah doesn't say, Baruch Hashem, Kvayim, Mochosel, and because Baruch Shem Kvayim historically was Yaakov Avinu's response. When Klayesha all said, Hashem Elekein, Hashem Echot, so the response to that was Baruch Shem Kvayim Mechosel Why? Why? We know that Baruch Shem Kvayim was the response to the Basin Mikdash too. When they heard the Shem Hashem, yes, he paid Kohen Gadol, so then everyone would fall in their faces and say Baruch Shem. So that's the response to hearing Shem Hashem. So something by Shema Yisrael, the response to Shema Yisrael was to say Baruch Shem. Which is why in the Torah, when it's, it's talking, just with Moshe, when it's saying Klai Yisrael, it doesn't say Baruch Shem. But perhaps you want to remember, so to speak, the dialogue between ya- Yaakov and the Shvatim, so therefore we say what he said as well, but he said it quietly. We said there's a difference on the one hand. So on the one hand, you see Baruch Shem Kvayim Malchusay as being the response of Yaakov Avinu to the declaration that Klai Yisrael made when they said, when they said Shema Yisrael. On the other hand, the other reason which is brought down in the Poskim of why we say Baruch Shem quietly is because it's the share of the Malachim. It's the share of the Malachim. And they have a Daphnim Kippur, we like Malachim, we understand that. So how do you put the two things together? Is Baruch Shem the response of Yaakov to hearing his son say Shema? Or is Baruch Shem the dinner of the Malachim? And the answer is it's both, and it's both for exactly the same reason. And that is that we said Baruch Shem is the answer to Shema. It's the answer to Shema. And therefore, just like Yaakov, when he heard Shema, the response he said was Baruch Shem. It's the same thing today. When Klai Yisrael declares Shema, so who's hearing us? The Malachim. And the Malachim's response to Ashma is Baruch Shem Kvayim Okay. So therefore, it's, it's the same principle. The, the, the one who's hearing Shema, that's the way he responds. Now, but why is that the response to Shema? Why is Baruch Shem Kvayim the response to Shema? And why do you see that? We say both. The Gemara says. The Gemara says we say both because 
uh, we want to remember the, 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 the dialogue between Yaakov and his sons and then we said quietly to show it wasn't part of one thing it was a response to what they said okay, Yaakov said it so we said it quietly but it wasn't part of the original declaration of Shemar it was in the Torah that's what they said it at. so why is that the response? so the answer is really the, the Chiddush of Baruch Shem Kvayd Malchus and is that when a person sees Kvayd Malchus who says a measure of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus so then we say it should be like this forever uh, that uh, it should be Misparach should continue uh, I don't avoid forever and therefore wherever we see a revelation of Kvayd Malchus so we doubt it should continue forever and then therefore when when they heard Shem Hashem not the way we say but the way we say in the Beis HaMikdosh Hashem HaMalev Hashem said that so that's a uh, the, the reason why that chain was only said in the Beis HaMikdash and nowhere else, the Gemara says already, is because since the Beis HaMikdash was a place where Hashem's Malchus was apparent, it was like serving the king in his own Heichel, in his own chamber, in his own palace. The Kvayd Malchus was apparent there, so therefore we can say there's a beginning in the Beis HaMikdash of Kvayd Malchus. Right? And we, 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 we responded that with the Bracha should continue, for, or should continue forever. But when, in most times, we don't have a place where there's a Kvod Malchus. Eh? So therefore we don't have that, that's not, that's not the way we respond. And therefore one place we have the response of Baruch Shem, Kvod Malchus, eh, is in the Beis HaMikdash, because the Beis HaMikdash was the place where the Kvod Malchus eh, was readily felt, was uh, tangible. And the other place, which is why we can say Hashem is there properly, but there's another place also where we can say Kvod Malchus. Eh? And this is the Chilis of Shema. And that is Kvod Malchus eh, is on the people who makabal the Malchus. And therefore, just like the Beis Hamidrash was the place where it was noticeable, it was felt, it was tangible. Kvod Malchus, Akadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus. So same thing, when people are makabal, Malchus Shemaim, so then it's tangible that someone is, who's accepting the fact that Akadosh Baruch is in charge of everything. So that's also a revelation of Kvod Malchus, that you can see that, uh, that it's a people over whom Akadosh Baruch Hu, they accept Akadosh Baruch is in charge. They accept that Akadosh Baruch Hu's Besides everything. And therefore the response to Shema will also be Baruch Shem Kvayim Machos Which is another important point. And that is in this is the Mamish Lashon Gemara. By saying Shema, the Gemara says, we said the first time Shema, Mekadesh Yekabal Olav Ol Malchus Shemaim. When Shema we Mekabal Ol Malchus Shemaim. And that is exactly as he said. When a person says Hashem Echad, and Hashem is in control, Hashem is in charge of everything, and therefore I accept whatever Hashem decides to do. So then that's considered Mikabal Malchus Shemaim. I'm accepting Hashem as the one in charge. And that's, uh, that's the Yisrael of Krishna. Yisrael of Krishna is that a person not just is acknowledging Malchus Shemaim. Like we said before, that he knows that Hashem is in charge. He's been Mikabal or Malchus Shemaim. Which means he's accepting Hashem is in charge of me. That's a different stage. It's not like Hashem, like Rasul Zanis is saying. You can say Hashem is a king of the whole world. But it's much more effective as Hashem is a king over me. And if I'm makabal over myself, that's a higher level. The Chinuch, when he talks about the myths of, of saying Shema, he adds the point that there's a reason the myths is to say at the beginning of the day and the beginning of the night is because, this is why the Chinuch looked at life, he says because once a person has said Shema, so then that's going to change everything he does after that. If, if the Maisa, it was something which was so clear to me, that he's in charge of everything that happens to me, um, every single day so everything I do in the day is on the backdrop of uh, that Hashem is, Hashem is in charge similarly at night time and therefore he says the Darius is shown like the Ramban 
We learn that there's not just one mitzvah Sashma, there's only two separate mitzvahs. Krishna in the morning is one mitzvah, Krishna at night is a different mitzvah. The Raman Paschal, like the Raman Paschal is the same mitzvah, just you have to do it twice a day. But regardless, they all hold that that's the mitzvah and it has to be done in order to. I'm sorry, begin each part of the day or night with, uh, with uh, that recognition or that r- reminder that Kodesh Prophet is in control. Being Now, the din of, being, of saying Shema, even though Ba'as, we put it next to the din of Shemona Esra, we connect it to Shemona Esra, the Ma'as is not part of Shemona Esra, it's its own din. And therefore, you know, the Rachi is, even if for whatever reason the person isn't in a place or stage where he can daven, it's not to say Shema. It's a mitzvah of Neyatma. So therefore, the first part of Shema, which is the part which a person is mechayv of in, is the the mekabel malchus shemayim. Like we said, by saying Hashem is in charge, Hashem is echad, that's mekabel malchus shemayim. Now the rest of the part of Shema it puts together a number of other mitzvahs. Number one, the mitzvah of Ahavta Hashem lekeichot to Rav Hashem, the mitzvah of learning Torah v'shenantan v'anecha, the mitzvah of in the midst of Azuzah. They all come together in one parasha. Why is it part of the midst of Shema? The Gemara says the whole, the whole parasha is part of the midst of Shema. It seems to be just a random connection of different mitzvahs to do. Why is it all part of the parasha of Shema? And the answer is that the four things we just brought, Ahavas Hashem, learning Torah, Tfilin, Mezuzah, are all the reminders for Shema. All the areas that we have to remind us of the Shema. If the Shema is declaring, so what do we have every day which which we have as uh, things which remind us of Malchus Shema? Things which we don't forget the Shema. So let's start from the, the last two because I'm the easiest one to explain. That, that the point of the Mezuzah, the Yamam Ratzel's Mezuzah, is that every time a person goes past Mezuzah, he is Nifkash with the Yachid. Here he sees the mezuzah reminder how Kodesh Baruch is in charge. And therefore he says the mezuzah was to put on the doorpost because people go in and out of doors the whole time. And therefore it's going to be something which I keep noticing and keeps, keeps it fresh in my memory the whole time what it says the mezuzah, which is Shema Yisrael. And that is that that, that, uh, that, that fact that uh, I'm, I'm, I was Makabal Malchus Shemaim is something which I don't just think about once a day or twice a day when I say Shema, but something which I'm seeing the whole time in front of me. And therefore, it keeps reminding me of the Shema. And therefore, it says the point of mezuzah is be'etzem. The mezuzah is just the first part of the Shema. The point of mezuzah is remember the Shema. And it's put in a place where I'll see it often, so that it's always going to be something that I'm reminded of. That I'm reminded of uh, the Shema. We're not learning the of mezuzah now, but there's one, 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 one more point I want to add here, and that is there's a chelik of the mitzvah mezuzah that a person can make him once You can put up a mezuzah. There's a chelik of the mitzvah mezuzah according to Rambam that a person can make him the whole time. And that is every time I go past the mezuzah and I think about the fact that the mezuzah is reminding me that Kodesh Baruch is in charge and he runs the world I mean the kind of mitzvah of mezuzah it's not just the mitzvah of having the mezuzah it's the mitzvah of uh, being aware of the mezuzah that I can become each time yeah why does it, why don't you just have the shame Adosah in front of the Mizuzah? Why do they have like the Shiddah over there at the front of the Mizuzah? Why wouldn't it be a Shiddah? Why do they have that name? Yeah. So I'm thinking about it, that's the name which is a Shame. They would even say Rosh Hashem Shakai, Shame Dalsin Tisra. 
But either way, another name Shakai is the name of Shmir. So, okay, that's uh, fine. Okay, so that's the uh, that's the first point. And that is uh, that's why Mezuzah Be'etzim is there to serve as a reminder for Shema. Now, if I say Mezuzah is like that, Tefillin is the same thing. Tefillin is the same thing. The point of Tefillin is it's a Mitzvah called Aedus, which is means it's meant to remind us of what it says in the Parshas of the Tefillin. And therefore, uh, if, if the, what says in the Parshas of the Tefillin is also two of the four Parshas of Shema and Rahim Shemaya, but the Mitzvah of Tefillin is as a way to remind, like, to, to remind us that, that, we, that we connected to those two principles. The principle of Akash Baruch is in charge of principles Harvainish, whatever the other two parts of Tefillin as well. They come to be kosher, to connect the person to to what what the Tefillin say, and therefore that's a, that's the second point. There's one thing being reminded of Shema when we when we when we meet the mezuzah when we go in and out of the room we see it. There's another thing feeling I'm connected to the Shema. I'm connected to it. That's the end of the Tefillin. You you're taking the words of the Shema is just how the Torah says it. When the Torah talks about Tefillin, it's talking about the Kshartim lo'osadecha. What's the them? The answer is there, is the Shema. You're talking about the Shema. Those, the Shema should be something you talk about when you're Shetra Vesech, 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 And the Shema should be what you tie on your hands and on your head. And therefore, the, 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 the higher level of what Philip reminds us of is the connection to the Shema. Not just to be aware of it, but we're connected to it. And that's, I guess, all the last two mitzvahs. Like we said, the mitzvah of Shinantel Vesech, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, and the mitzvah of Abbas Hashem. So, if you have two mitzvahs in Shema, which are mitzvahs ma'asias, which means mitzvahs which uh, have a physical uh, act to do, making, whether it's putting on tefillin or putting up a mezuzah, that's a kasher to the principle of the Shema with what we see and what we, what we will feel in ourselves, what we're feeling, what we're wearing. Then there's two mitzvahs also which don't really have a kim in the ma'asia. Learning Torah and Avas Hashem or mitzvahs which are more tali on a person's, we call on a person's thoughts or feelings or understanding. And having a practical application. Why are these two mitzvahs brought here? Because these are also two, two, two approaches to Avos Hashem, to Yichud Hashem. Uh, let's explain each one. The first point, there is if, if, since we said the main point of Shema, the main is, is to say, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in control of us. Hashem Elokein, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in control of us. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, more than that, is running the whole world for us. Like we spoke about last time, everything you have in the world, it's a message for us. Everything which Hashem does is for us. And if that's the case, what's the response? What's the response to such a statement? You have an enormous world, you have billions of people. And Hashem says, everything I'm doing is bad, I don't care about those millions of people. It's all mechuban, it's all directed for you. So how does, this, how does the person respond to that? One of two ways. The one way is, that person feels that if I understand that you saw it, so then we made it. Mitzidi, I have to do the same. And if that's the case, uh, just like a Kodesh Baruch Hu, everything he does in the Bria is directed for me, for what's good for me, for then everything I do should similarly be directed to what a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's the basis of Abbas Hashem. The basis of Abbas Hashem is that whatever I do is focused on doing for Hashem. And therefore, it's not that I'm doing it for myself um, and have other interests or uh, other, other directions, other purposes of what I'm trying to do. The side is that what I do is, is uh, what I do is, director, I'm sure I'm doing this for you, because that's what you want me to do. And that this is the Ramam says himself. In Hilkh Paragir, Hilkh Shiva, when the Ramam talks about what does it mean to, be, to serve Hashem, 
Raman says, Ava means what I'm doing, I'm doing it for Hashem. No, I'm not doing it for myself, I'm not doing it to, to get a position or to get covered, I'm doing it for Hashem. That Hashem should see what I'm doing and be happy with what I'm doing. And therefore, that's the response to Shema. If the, if the Shema was the, the, the acceptance, I know you're running the whole world for me. And, and therefore, after that, absolutely. And, if, and then whatever I do should be directed for him. And that's why it's because whatever facet of life you're talking about, or the, the, what's going to make the decision for me is what's going to make the decision for me is what, is, what, what will make Hashem happy? What will Hashem want me to do? That's something which is stronger than my Yetzirah, which means that the Yetzirah makes me want to want things. But I can balance that with saying, it's true, I want this, but what does Hashem want? So if my Aras Hashem is strong enough, it can be stronger than my Yetzirah. For sure, we're going to talk about Bechol Nafshechot. Bechol Maidechot is what's the person willing to give up for Avas Hashem? What's the person willing to give up for Avas Hashem? So then that's a higher expression of Avas And that is that the, the amount the person feels that his direction is Akadish Baruch Hu is how much he's willing to give everything for that. Because that's, that, that's why the Mitzvah Avas Hashem is Dafka Baruch in part of Kriyashma. It's, it's part of Shema. It's the response, so to speak, the first of the two responses to saying Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. And uh, we have this lashon, we have this lashon also in other places, in in, in Chazal, uh, which says Hashem says to us, I made you the one thing in the world, which means everything and the other things in the world. But if Klai Shal the, the one thing in the world, it means they're the one focus of the world, and if everything in the world. Um, is directed to is, is focused on what, what's good for Klai Israel, and Hashem wants us to do the same we, we make a Kaddish Baruch as Hashem 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 which means we make a Kaddish Baruch the one thing of importance in the world which is everything we do is, is directed to what He wants us to do so that's the first response to Shema the second response to Shema and this is the Kiddush and that is why is this the place where the, where is the midst of Talmud Torah is built there are lots of times you can bring a mitzvah to the entire It's a general mitzvah. Anyway. Why does the mitzvah of Talmud Torah definitely come as teaching Krishna? Because learn Talmud Torah from the words of The words I'm teaching should be on your heart. You should teach them to your children. Talk about them wherever you are. So we can read the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. What are the dvarim ma'ele? What dvarim are we speaking about? The passage we're talking about the Shema. And therefore, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is presented to us as learn the Shema and talk about the Shema and, and don't forget the Shema should be a Levavecha should always be something you're thinking about That's, and you learn from that the whole Talmud Torah <coughs> like the Gemara says the Basang Kriya Shema person can be a Talmud Torah too so why is this the place where the midst of Talmud Torah was taught to us so let's go back to Rambam let's go back to Rambam and that is if you talk about what's the purpose of Talmud Torah? What's the purpose of Talmud Torah? So, we could go, we could define it in two or three ways. We could define the purpose of Talmud Torah is knowledge in order to know what to do. If I want to keep the Torah, I don't know how to keep the Torah. Uh, I can't keep Shabbos, I don't know Shabbos. I can't keep Pasha, I don't know Pasha's. So I could learn Torah as Pasha's information in order to keep the mitzvahs. If that's what I'm going to do, then I'm saying the primary point is keeping the mitzvahs. And Torah is good because it's a way to know how to keep the mitzvahs properly. So I'm learning Torah to know how to keep the mitzvahs, but then it's, it's agav. 
the main thing is how to keep the, in the, keeping the mitzvahs, and the Torah is just the way to learn how to keep the mitzvahs. Um, where this person can say this Torah is by a chiv of a lady to learn Torah. So say that is a chiv to learn Torah, but that is a chiv to keep mitzvahs. And therefore, the Torah that a lady needs to know in order to understand how to keep the mitzvah, whether it's talking about the halachas of the mitzvah, so I have to know the halachas involved. Whether it's talking about the Musa behind the mitzvah, so that's going to motivate me to do it or do it better. So that's all mutzah for ladies to learn. The lady wants to be careful with the Yitzhak of Dashan Hara. She can learn with the rules of Dashan Hara. She can learn too to see how, how serious and very Dashan Hara is. And therefore, it's true, it's learning Torah, but it's learning Torah as a way to keep mitzvahs. And that's mutzah for a lady too, she has to keep mitzvahs. And therefore, she's mukhuyif to learn the Torah that she needs in order to keep the mitzvahs. No, no she's, again, on this dinner of halakha, she's allowed to understand, she's allowed to learn, she's allowed to know. And then, but uh, it's putting the learning as the way to be able to keep the halakha's properly. That's one thing. There's another nasa. And that is, learning is a, as, as I'm learning, in, in order to get more knowledge. Uh, that is, I'm learning to know the Torah. And therefore, I'm not just talking about learning in order to be able to keep the Torah. I'm talking about learning in order to be able to, in, to know Torah. I see the ter- knowing Torah as its own value. Knowing Torah is something which is Kedai and Ritzah. That's not wrong. According to Nefesh Achayim, that's the intention a person should have in learning. He says the person, uh, he quotes the Rosh, that the point of learning Torah is in order to know the Torah. The Ilmoid and to understand, and the Hosef Yachachapil, to delve into Torah, to, to work on Torah better. So that's the second motivation a person can have in Torah. I want to know the Torah. I want to know the Torah. And if I want to apply myself to learning, so that I'll be able to understand as best as possible, as deeply as possible, and know as much as possible, and have the, 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 big, the, the most possible idea or the most understanding of Torah. So that's the second level. Which, like I said, the Nevishachim talks about that as being Nishma. And then, but there's the Ramah, which is more than that. Ramah again, Hilchus Shuv and Perakir, when he talks about the din of learning Torah Nishma. So, the Ramah explains the din of learning Torah Nishma is, he explains the Shonach, not like Nevishachim. The Ramah explains Nishma as wanting to do what Hashem wants, as uh, wanting to do what Hashem wants. And therefore, learning Torah is wanting to do what Hashem wants. And if I let learn Torah Nishma, I'm going to Rambam. Is learning Torah because that's what she wants me to do. Now, why? You say this. So she wants me to do it, so I do it. Like any mitzvah. I'm doing it, so she wants me to do it. But if you want to try and understand the Ishma, why does she want me to learn Torah? What's the. What's the. Maida? So there are those who say that, and they're not wrong because Rami says this also in a different place, that learning Torah keeps my mind off of error. Because he focuses on Torah, and therefore, when a person's mind is focused on Torah, he doesn't think about other things or doesn't plan to do various. That's true, but then again, that's putting the Torah in the position of it's just a hechi tim to not to do something wrong. And that's not, there's, there's much more to that than Torah. It's not just a hechi tim to not to, not to be nechshal and other various. Therefore, Torah prevents me from doing other things. There's a much bigger maile here. And the maile is, and this is the chiddush which is really brought in the Sifri. And the Pazak says, Vahat Hashem Rakecha. How's the way a person loves Hashem? By thinking about the words of Torah the whole time. And why, is, why does that bring a person to love Hashem? So the first point, the simplest point, is even before it gets to a stage of Avis Hashem, but the first thing it does is it brings a person to the stage of Avis Torah. 
which means the fact that a person has his mind applied to learning, and he wants to understand more, he wants to, he wants to clarify, he wants to know what the, what, what, what's, the, how to explain why, why the, the different opinions, or how to come to a deeper understanding which will answer the questions he has. The, 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 the connection to wanting to understand the Torah means I want to know more, and I want to clarify, and I want to remember. That's what we call Avastara. Avastara is a level of something which, since I'm, I, it's, it's always in my mind, it's something which I'm always thinking about, you may have something I'm always, I'm always trying to understand more. It's, it's naturally where my mind's going to go to because it's a topic which is always of interest to me, a topic which I'm always trying to understand. And that's the way, exactly the way that the Torah presents the mitzvah of creation, of the Torah. It's something you're doing the whole time. It's not like I have times when I learn and then times when I don't learn. No, that's not Avast Torah. That means learning because I have a Chiyav Torah and I learn when I'm a Chiyav Torah. But a person is his avatar, which means he wants to know, he wants to understand. So it's something he's always thinking about. He's going home, he's going to bed at night, he's whatever the case is, but on my mind is Torah. Because uh, right, that's what I'm trying to understand. That's what Torah calls avatar. And it's an avatar which says, which means once a person attaches to Torah in a way that I want to understand the Torah, and I want to know the Torah, so he may have always wanted to know and understand the Torah. It's, 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 it's a constant... Occupation is a constant uh, preoccupation. And then again, that's Avast Torah. How does it get back to what we want to do? Then how does this become part of Krishna? And that's how the two things come together. Because even though we understand the Pasuk of talking about Torah, but the Pasuk of the Pasuk is talking about Shema. And then we say, These words should be on your heart always. We're talking about the words of Shema. We're talking about the words of Vahafta. And that's the, the second point of view. And that is that, just like we said, the feeling that Kaddish Baruch Hu is doing everything for me is, uh, is therefore makes me feel I want to do everything for him. That's the first part is Ahabas Hashem. Which is the second part here also. And that is the Hinnan Ayanam of the Yishan Shem Yisrael. And that is, Kaddish Baruch Hu is only thinking about us the whole time. It's, uh, Hashem doesn't sleep and what the, the whole time is Mashavaz and Kaisha. And then again, that's Machayev Bas, the same to reciprocate the same way. So that's the environment that the Arvavechel should be always on your mind, whatever you do. Whatever you think, you should have the same. Now, it's true that we learn about Tyra, but it's for sure true for a moon or two. And that is the fact that a person's thinking about Shema, thinking about the moon and Hashem always. Which is why this is a mitzvah smidi, that whatever a person is thinking about, he's doing a mitzvah. That, uh, the, the fact that the words of such, uh, the Dvarim of Shema, the Emun, is something a person always thinks about, is, is constantly in his mind. That's our response to Shema. One last point, we'll finish with this. And that is, the Gemara says, as we know, that just like we wait for which says, Shema is Hashem, and I can't Hashem, and Hashem wait for and okay, I've talked about all four parts of Hashem Tzvedim, but one which is again at us. We also called Echot. Not because it's one, I said lots of Jews. But Echot means it's the only one. Not the one, it's the only one. And if Hashem Echot, that's the only thing that's, that has any power. Hashem says, Goy Echot, that's the only thing which makes any difference. And the din of Tzvedim is that if we wear Tzvedim, you can't be Messiah Das. You can't think about other things. If you think of wearing Tzvedim, you have to go and think about your Tzvedim. Only about it. This is why, even though in the middle of the Torah, a person who would fit in all day long, we don't, because not, not, to, not to lose focus on the is too hard for us. So at least for davening, we try to keep our minds in our and anything else. But if that's the case, then the Yisraeli coming with is that 
if we're wearing tefillin all day, it means our thoughts are always focused on Hashem Echad. And if the Gemara says Hashem wears tefillin, it means to say his thoughts are only focused on Bikam Kishrog Echad Barat. It's not a Sechadas. Because Hashem for sure keeps the mitzvah. And if that is, you can't be Messiah fast with tefillin, it means that's what you're always thinking about. And if that's the case, if, if Hashem's tefillin is what uh, is Klai Yisra, that's the one thing Hashem is interested in. And it's impossible. Hashem is the world, the heavens, the stars, everything. But, the only thing Hashem cares about is you. Out of the whole world, nothing else makes a difference to you. We have to think the same way. And therefore, the, either it's going to be expressed as Av, or it's going to be expressed as the concept of Torah, which is the fact that the person is always thinking about something, is our response to Shema. Just like the mitzvahs ma'asiyas of mitzvah and tefillin are response to Shema, the first two mitzvahs are a response to that concept of Shema of Hashem Echad as well.